Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Peter Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do. And we're going to revisit a podcast that we did a few years ago. Well, maybe a little more than a few years yeah. ago. <laughs> but we're going to talk a little bit about breed popularity, where it comes from, and taking a look at that to make sure that you're getting the right dog for you. So a little bit on choosing the right breed, because we are influenced by different things. We see popularity for certain breeds come from many, many different places. So we want to talk about that. So, Petra, you had said that in the training classes right now, you're seeing lots of Malinois. Yeah, and, and, and Kate and I are talking, we're not sure why the popularity. And it's been going on for a while. Usually it'll like be popular and then it kind of goes away, but this has been fairly steady. And it's not like it's one line of mouths. No. We're seeing different different yeah. So it's body not shapes it's not one different different local breeder. breeder. No, no, different, yeah. And a few of them have been military, but not all of them. Not mm-hmm. enough to be influenced that way. No. I don't really know. No. And don't know. Unfortunately, less than half, but still a lot of them are this is our first dog. Yeah. Oh. And, well, yeah. Recently, and I and I talked to her, and she goes, "Well, this is my boyfriend and I's first dog." And I'm like, "And why this breed? It's a Malinois." Well, I go, "Okay, let me back up. Did you research the breed a little?" <laughs> and she's really cute as a puppy. And so, what are you gonna do now, as she's maturing and getting older? What's your goals? What are you gonna do? Well, I know they have to be kept busy. Do you have any thoughts on that? And she's like, "No, haven't really thought about it." <laughs> she graduates from college and then she'll figure out what her career is (laughs) Um, and this dog already we watch her in class and she's already just like "Mm, i'm just so bored with you mom and just tries to do something different and i'm like you've got to be her leader her her mom you got to guide her she can't just you know hey mom taking the keys see you later take the car and let her go please tell me they don't live in an apartment Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go that far. Yeah, I don't, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get a Malinois because I, I run on the weekends. <laughs> How about Monday through Friday? <laughs> oh, don't they come with an off switch? <laughs> yeah, I just unplug it Monday through Friday. and then... It is bizarre. I mean, it's puppy class. So there are some of the dogs that are moving into adolescence and starting to go, eh, eh, don't, you know. This Malinois is, she's like bringing two magnets together that repel each other. Yeah, exactly. She's just always boinging away from her mom at the end of the leash, pulling. And her mom just goes, oh dear, and just follows her as she's pulling away from her mom. Goes and gets up and sort of gathers her up and brings her her and carries her back instead of, you know. Instead of teaching her. Yeah. 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 My boyfriend really likes the dog. I go, that's wonderful. Why isn't he here in class? I don't know. <laughs> but popularity, some of the breeds stayed more popular for longer periods of time. And 
When Game of Thrones first came out, we saw lots and lots of huskies for yeah. quite a while. We still do. Um, I think it kind of dropped off a little. Well, Game of Thrones isn't bit. on TV right now, so. Yeah. But we still see them. I, in fact, I um, came across a through my aunt, a friend of hers. Her niece had bought a puppy. I'm not sure near the border from what I gather of the story. Beautiful. But it was a cute little eight-week-old husky puppy. With blue eyes. I saw blue a picture eyes. of her. <laughs> she just couldn't resist, so she bought the puppy because she had lost her boxer a year ago. So I guess she was going through, I don't know, withdrawals. And lives in an apartment. Yeah. So she's had the puppy for a month now. And she contacted... to get gangly. It's not a baby puppy anymore. And needs a lot more room than this one How much has it eaten? Apartment. Yeah. yeah, how much has it... I don't know. Destroyed. Yeah. So her aunt said either, you know, find, get out of the apartment, find a place that has a yard, take it to training, you know, do the other stuff. Now, the aunt has been nice. She babysits a puppy once in a while. Aunt lives in an apartment. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so she finally, everyone well, discussed it. She decided to place the puppy in an appropriate home. Okay, good. Um, so I was really hoping a friend that we've known, she's come through our classes, who, um, that's her breed of choice, a husky. She uh -huh. understands husky. She's, she's got the perfect place. She knows the breed. And she, and she was interested. And she was so interested in the puppy. And she was planning on going to pick it up this afternoon. Until the lady, the young she, lady, young girl, early 20s. Um, said Wanted that, to get her money back? No, no. Oh. So I that um, her, I guess her brother is taking the puppy. Oh. So I, I'm, I don't know. What apartment number does he live in? <laughs> that was kind of my thought. I don't know. But again, there she didn't research the breed. She didn't do anything until her aunt luckily had spoken to me and had this young girl do more research and realized this is not an apartment dog and at least she placed it and hopefully her brother has a yard it does not it. make you an awful person if you realize that your dog whatever breed is not the right fit for you and you find the right home that makes you a good person exactly right to find exactly the what right I, thing yeah for that's exactly what i told her yeah one of the worst things to do is keep a puppy that's not in the right situation for you mm -hmm. and then in a year and a half, the two of you hate each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the dog has destroyed your house or your apartment, and you're not going to get your security deposit back. Mm -hmm. And the dog's got all these bad problems, yep. behavior problems. Much better to discover that early. Paul and I did that way back when we were in our early 20s, and we decided, yeah, we've got a half of a duplex with a yard fenced in. The landlord's okay with pets. And we brought home a Dalmatian puppy. It only took a week for <laughs> us to decide that, Not oh, fit. and we were both in the military working long hours. Mm. And yeah, this was not the right puppy for us. So we contacted the breeder and she said, bring the puppy back. And we brought the puppy back. We both felt guilt for a long time. We didn't get another dog for quite a while, which was a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that poor puppy... Uh, a week was it was it was a bad choice. It was a bad choice to have a puppy anyway because of our work hours, and then it was the wrong breed. Nothing wrong with Dalmatians, just the wrong breed for us. Yeah. And I understand the fervor against don't breed English. You should adopt, but on the other hand, a good breeder will take the will puppy take back. Will take the puppy back, and it won't be out there lost, shivering in the cold with somebody's voice singing over the top of them yeah 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 oh the breeder was wonderful she 
she didn't give us a guilt trip. She didn't try to make us feel like bad puppy owners. She said, absolutely, bring the puppy back. And a good breeder also will question the potential buyers. Yeah, she should have she you know, questioned yeah. Paul and I more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you know, where do you live? Do you have room? Do you have time to do the training? So on and so on, yeah. you know. Well, we had both grown up with dogs. So, you know, it wasn't that we were oh, yeah. neophyte yeah. dog owners, but... We what's, didn't do enough research on What's it. the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a Dalmatian? Run. Yeah, run, 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 run. They were bred to run with the coaches and the horses. There you go. Yeah. First thing that comes to mind when I about the husky, too, when I was in an apartment, I was like, oh, run, yeah. run, run. Run, run, pull a sled <laughs> in the <laughs> snow. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a Dalmatian was the only dog during my tenure as a uh, vet tech that got out of the clinic on me. Oh. Getting ready to give it a bath. Plopped it into the tub, was changing collars over, oh. and it flew out of the tub, flew over the reception desk, just as somebody was coming in. Oh! Flew out into the parking lot. Oh! And I'm hot on its heels, but I'm no match for a Dalmatian. Who wants to go? And by the way, the dog's name was Pita, and it's exactly why they named it that. <laughs> and not for the bread. <laughs> the acronym <laughs> and um yeah and it was headed for a major freeway oh. whoa and thank the dog goddess a fire truck pulled in just at that moment they were going to go grocery shopping <laughs> and he ran to them and they all made a big circle and just kept closing in and closing in and closing in on Peter until i could run in there and bulldog him and put the leash and collar on him and it's just very appropriate that he was caught by the fireman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Perfect. And that the fireman knew what to do. They were so good. <laughs> Thank you all. I think the only oh one that gosh. escaped at the Animal Keeper when we were there. It was the, the Austri Australian Shepherd. She was a hard dog to catch. Really? Oh, oh my gosh. Took hours to catch her. Oh, yeah. She, she covered ground. She covered major ground. Oh, my gosh. I think she was heading home, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so where does popularity come from? We we touched on it a bit. Game of Thrones certainly brought in a lot of huskies, yep. malmutes, yep. wolf hybrids. Yep. And those same breeds, what was the movie, Eight Something Down? Eight Below. Eight, Eight Below. Below? That... Eight Below, yeah, we the... got a lot of the yeah. huskies and malmutes then. Because they're so smart. They can live on their own at the pole. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Then the movie. Yeah, the movies. Eight Below. What else? Another. Of course, 101 have... Dalmatians. That's classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lady and the Tramp. Everybody must have. Cocker Spaniel. Beethoven. St. Bernard. Oh, oh yeah. 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 What were some of the other ones? Luckily, we hadn't seen anything. Maybe because it's just old Lassie. The Collies. We never did have a... You don't see as many collies. Uh-uh. Period. And some of the movies... We had the one breed, a few months ago. Some of the movies, the breeders band together beforehand and say, you know, ethics of this, let's not breed right now. Mm -hmm. I know that happened in German Shepherds to a certain degree when... The German Shepherd Manhattan won Westminster Dog Show. Oh, yeah. God, That's I right. loved it. I had a chance at one of his babies, and I didn't get one. Oh, oh. 
Yeah, I was. I was actually on the list for one of his babies in Texas. But I said, nope, can't do that. (laughs) I would have liked to, but nope. And then local breeders can influence the population or popularity of dogs in an area. We were talking a little while ago about Blue Great Danes, that Mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of Blue Great Danes in class the last few years. So we don't know the breeder, but obviously someone is breeding locally. Yep. And then... Uh, Commercials. Oh, yeah. Commercials. Commercials seems to do that. Um, Yeah. I always think of uh, Frasier with... uh, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie in it. But yeah, just do the commercials, uh, the Target dog with the... The Bull Terrier oh, dog. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not an easy breed. No, but luckily they're not easy to find either, though. True. We see a few English Shepherds, since that's Patris mm-hmm. of my breed. And nobody but, knows what they are. But nobody knows what they yeah. are. And they, a lot of the nice. companies and producers use them because they look like the dog next door. Exactly. Bones' dad did commercials for many, many years and a couple of movies. But again, it's because he looked like the dog next door. Mm -hmm. And then dog shows, like I was just saying with the German Shepherd Manhattan, Westminster Dog Show, when it's not COVID, (laughs) when it's held, is publicized worldwide. And so people see, oh my God, that dog is gorgeous. Look at that dog. Oh, he's so wonderful. Yeah. And sometimes they think what's there is normal. Right. Right. The first time I saw the, you know, me and time, a couple years ago when the Pekingese took rest and Uh Uh-huh. All right. Right. And the dog could walk 10 feet and then stopped and it had to be fanned and panting. And and I thought back to my, when I was a kid and my Pekingese ran alongside my bicycle. Yeah. He had a nose. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different dog. He had a lovely coat, but he wasn't just a walking Doormat. Yeah. Worse than that, a lint ball. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The taking, again, I like reputable breeders, but breeding for the function of just going to some extreme requirement. For a show. That, to me, bypasses function. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads us to our next next question, though. If you're looking for a puppy and you see something that appeals to you, Maybe you see that Malinois puppy, and he's absolutely adorable. Do some research. What was that breed bred to do? Very, very few breeds were bred to be pets. We have, we have a couple. They're funny. In our puppy class, she said we're talking about Malinois because we have one in their puppy class. He's beautiful Malinois, but it's a lot of dog for this guy. But we'll see. He's trying. And she looks at the Malinois. She goes, you know, me and my husband... For a split second, we thought about Malinois and said, nope, because they have friends in the military and they're canine handlers in the military with Malinois. And she goes, and even they said, if you want a Malinois, this is what you're going to have to do. And we're like, nope. (laughs) So what they do instead, (laughs) and it it was kind of funny. They got the lab Weimariner cross. Oh, no. (laughs) So he's not as intense as a Malinois, but he's got the Weimariner, yeah, busyness. It's like, yeah. And I just looked at her and I said, well, you didn't go very far. Like, Did you want something mellow? Or she's like, I know. But. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. trouble with the, well, movies and TV and all the above it, I always want to scream at these people and go, putting on a cape does not make you a superhero. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Buying a Malinois puppy does not make you a good protection dog trainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, research the breed. Yeah. Don't go for that cute. And look at your life in reality. Don't get a dog who loves, a breed who loves to run in the hopes that that will make you a runner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. There's an app for that. (laughs) Do you use your app instead? Yeah. Yeah. Don't get a strong... If you're a shy, retiring, quiet person, don't get a strong, busy, pushy breed that's going to overpower you mentally and emotionally. I just got an email a little while ago from a a former student. She'd come through with several of her labs, Mm -hmm. and they were doop-de-doop labs. Okay. They were sweet labs. Don't tell me she got a field field line lab this time. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) And uh, she just called me. That's probably two years ago. In tears, I mean, she was like, "I, I, he's been, she's been mauling me up one side and down the other. She mauls the older labs, and they just run away from her screaming." Oh my god! And yeah, I went there, and this was a Malinois in a Labrador's body. Oh, oh no. no! And I was like, "Did you get this from the same breeder as you got your?" Oh no, no, this one is from somebody that my husband knows, and he goes hunting all the time, and that's where he gets his dogs. Oh, and well, that was the first clue. <laughs> we talked. She tried, and I kept saying, "Sweetie, you're doing a great effort, but why are you fighting so hard? This is not the right dog for you." Well, then they moved, Missouri, Texas, anywhere, somewhere, and it's been eight months. I just got an email from them going, "You know what? You were right." And we found some hunters in the area that fell in love with her. Oh, good. Oh, good. And now she's doing what she was bred to do. Exactly. Everybody's yeah, she's probably happier. happy. And I, the, the ones I really felt sorry for were her two old girl labs. Yeah. Because they were like, why did you bring this thing home? Good. Uh, yeah. But it took some time. Yeah. But finally came to the realization, yeah, that they were just butting heads all the time. Why do that? That's a good point in the fact that not all breeds, not all yeah. functions were designed to be a pet. But there have been some branches in the original designs yes yeah so we will talk about a field lab versus a show lab or a, what i call a doop de doop lab yeah. or mm-hmm. a backyard bread lab from yeah. pets yeah. yeah but a field lab is a force to be reckoned with oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we've seen that numerous times how many times and- have we educated our students you know do you know what kind of lab? This isn't your... And you can see them come into oh, class. totally. You, you can tell which is the silly, happy yeah. lab and which one is the boing, 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 boing. Well, the one that can barely walk because it's wagging its tail so hard all the time and just looking for who can I give a kiss next to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Versus I am coming in. <laughs> Where's the bird? Where's the yeah. bird? Where's the bird? <laughs> Ignore the people behind me. They don't know what they have. <laughs> Yeah. You start yeah. talking to the people and explaining that, and they're like, oh, yeah, she does that. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, this is what you've got. And then we have to bring up when we're talking about that is nature and nurture. A dog is going to be who he was bred to be. If he was bred for field lines, he's always going to have that tendency to be more intense, more, and we're just using that as one example. The Siberian Husky, who was bred to sledding parents, who were bred to be fast and pull hard and to run for a long time, is going to be more intense than the Siberian Husky from show lines. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
who may be intense and may be silly and may love to run, but they weren't bred to run for a hundred miles. And that goes with all breeds. With the English Shepherds, Bones is much more intense mm-hmm. than Hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just two totally different, even though they're half-brothers, that change in fathers makes that difference, mm-hmm. as well as individual personality. But there's also nurture. And the nurture part to change a dog, to mold a dog, not change him. We can't change who he is. But to mold him is very tough for a first-time dog owner with an intense dog. Whereas one of us might be able to take, well, the Malinois that was created to be a service dog didn't make it there, but then he became a a school detection dog. Mm -hmm. Law enforcement, yeah. Yeah, a law enforcement dog. Mm -hmm. You can mold to a certain degree. Yes. But the foundation... The nature part, he is going to be who he is. And there are always individuals, that one in a million that isn't driven or whatever, but there's a reason for breed tendencies. Right. The reason why the military and law enforcement are almost exclusively now using Malinois. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Those dogs are not going to quit. They're going to work a shift with their partner, and they're not going to quit, and they're going to be ready to work. Then go home and play with the uh, officer's children. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or chase a tennis ball for an hour. Mm -hmm. The good herding dog, the English shepherd on a farm, is going to work all day. But then he has an off switch, and he'll lay in front of the fireplace Mm -hmm. and go, okay, cool, we're good now. So there's nature and nurture. They come together, but you can't change who the dog is. And I think that's the important part we have to remember when choosing a breed. I don't know if this follows, but I'm just thinking of a recent private training. These people had had seven golden retrievers during their marriage. Okay. And they had portraits of all of them over okay. the fireplace. Okay. And then they had adopted this new dog. Okay. And they decided that they were getting of an age that they should not have a large dog that they couldn't easily lift into the car when needed. Okay. okay. And then they saw this one, and they're like, look, it's a miniature golden. So it's probably 28 pounds, and it does look very much like a miniature golden. But it's probably some kind of terrier Sheltie mix. Oh, my. He is, <laughs> he is wound up as tight as an A-string. I mean, and... By the time they called me in, he'd already been on Prozac for three months. Oh, oh no. And they're like, okay, now that we can talk to him, we thought we'd get a trainer in. Oh, God. And I, you know, I'm talking to them, and I keep looking at the pictures of the seven Goldens that they adored, and their reason for getting this one dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, they were saving him. Yeah, it was a rescue. Yes. It was yes. a rescue. And actually, it was a... Underneath all of that craziness is a very nice boy. He's going to be fine. I have no doubt. They're quite... If they put up with him as they already have for four or five months. Well, and they're experienced dog owners, even if they had gold yeah. ones. Yeah. Even yeah. if they were appalled. Yeah. They're going to... They're dedicated. They're willing. They sought, sought the information. Actually, I was the third trainer they brought in. So just wasn't working with the first two. Okay, well, we'll let that go. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, let's take a break for one of our sponsors. Take a listen. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
We'd like to talk a little bit about our sponsor of our podcast, Macmillan Audio presents a new audiobook, When Harry Met Minnie. It's a memoir from Martha Teichner. She's a CBS Sunday Morning News correspondent. But the story is about a chance encounter with an old friend that forever changed her world. When asked to take in the beloved French Terrier, the breed of her own dear dog, Minnie, from a friend who was dying of cancer and desperate to find a new home for Harry, well, the rest is history. <laughs> And more than just a boy-dog-meets-girl-dog fairy tale, what transpires in the deep and meaningful friendship between two women with complicated lives and a mutual love of bull terriers? In this rich and touching narrative, Martha considers the ways our stories are shaped by the people we meet, the profound love we can find by opening our hearts to unexpected encounters, and the mysterious ways a beloved pet can bring people together. So get out there and order When Harry Met Minnie. Do it today. Order wherever audiobooks are sold. And I'm going to be ordering one. It sounds fabulous. Sounds like it's going to be at least a two-handkerchiefer. I was thinking a box of Kleenex. Yeah. (laughs) Locksworthy. The good ones do touch us. Order yours today. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back. All right, there's one other thing that we need to talk about real quick before we let you go <laughs> as far as things that can affect the dog and the owner besides breed, besides the breed's purpose, besides nature and nurture. And this one's probably going to startle you a little bit, listeners. What you name your dog <laughs> can affect his behavior. Uh-huh. Do you remember the <laughs> Petra, the Rottweiler killer? Yes. Oh my God. Killer was a big female oh, Rottweiler. My God. And she really wasn't a bad dog, except every time her dad talked oh. to her, and he loved her dearly, but it was killer, sit. And I said, No. Oh. Was she in trouble? Yeah. No, she's not in trouble. Well, then ask her to sit nicely. Kill her. Sit. And I went, took her leash and went, hi, sweetie pie. Sweetie pie, sit. And she sat and looked at me and wiggled her little stub. And her her dad's going, what? And I said, you're talking to her like you're angry. You cannot say kill her in a nice tone of voice. (laughs) Kill her. That doesn't come out. So I was oh trying to get him to rename her Bubbles. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Oh I don't gosh. know if he ever did, I but know. I was trying real hard to name, get him I, to I mean, call her Bubbles. I, just, I remember that in the class. I was like, killer, are you serious? I thought it was a joke. Yeah. No, seriously, name that dog killer. You had one. It's the, the Rottweiler <laughs> that was, she wanted it to grow up to be a therapy dog. And I said, great. Why did you name it Cujo? <laughs> That's another one. You can't what? say Cujo. Cujo. It's you just got it. too, too much baggage attached to it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But be careful we, what you name your We've dog. run into amazing oh. number of those, though, especially the big dogs. Especially the big dogs. Maybe that's why the Dalmatian grew into his name, PETA. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it started out the bread and it turned into the acronym. <laughs> 
No, the owner told me deliberately he named him for the actor. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So very quickly on, I realized what kind of dog he is. <laughs> All of my dogs, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, for the last 30-some years have been Star Trek characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. But none of them have been bad guys. And in fact, none of them have been named Worf. <laughs> Even though I've thought about it on time. <laughs> you'll go through those good parts. Yeah, and you should go through a list. Oh, yeah, I usually to have. To find one that will fit the person. I usually have when I go to pick yeah. up the puppy. A wharf has always been on your list, but you've never had a puppy. Never had, never had a puppy I fit wharf. I don't like is... the mouthfeel of it. Wharf. Wharf? Yeah. Yeah. It's too much like woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. I usually have six or seven names on a list, and then when the puppy and I meet in person or driving home, and some took a while. I don't remember which ones took. Hero was almost instantaneous. Sitting in Mary's backyard with him in my arms, I went, this is Hero. And for Star Trek, Hero is a red shirt. (laughs) Star Trek enthusiasts Mm -hmm. will understand that. (laughs) Bones came to me on the way home as we were driving home. I drove up to pick him up, and Bashir and Siska went with me, also Star Trek names. And on the trip home, I said, this little guy in the back, in the super cab part of my F-150 with the two big dogs, and he wasn't intimidated. Mm. And I went, yep, got to be Bones, <laughs> Dr. McCoy. <laughs> Bashir, it took me a little while. Yeah, I think so. Bashir, and I think Riker did. Riker was the only one you considered Worf because he was such a stocky puppy. Yes, he was a little tank. Yeah, he was a tank. Yeah, but Worf didn't fit his personality. Uh -uh. No, no. Not at all. Uh -uh. He was the sweetest boy on the planet. Yeah. We do have a student, by the way, in class who's named her dog Riker because uh, he's going to be her second in command. Oh, that's good. Uh That's awesome. He's a nice little boy. We've run into several... Several Rikers. Sherry Jasmer had a Riker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. All but right. This Riker in the class is pretty. That lady, she's the owner is awesome. She's what so kind cool. of a puppy? Well, it's a. It's a mutt. <laughs> it's a mutt. It was supposed to be kind of terrier-ish, also in size. But she shows up to class the other day, and we're like, "Whoa! <laughs> I don't think it's the size of a terrier anymore." And she's like, "Nope. It got a lot bigger than we thought it would." Yeah. A lot bigger than they expected. And he's he has hit adolescence oh. with Mach 10 first. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh, my gosh. But she's hanging in there. Good. She's so patient. It went by and I said, are you gritting your teeth while you're smiling? She goes, yes. <laughs> she's she's awesome. Awesome. Okay, all right. You can do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope he, we gave you some things to think about, especially if you're looking to add a dog to the household. Or if you've got a dog, especially a young dog or an adolescent dog, and you're wondering why things are the way they are, hopefully we gave you something to think about. And even if you've got a mixed mutt, you know... Try to figure out the predominant breeds or types. Find out the things he likes to do, and that'll give you a clue as to what he is, regardless of the DNA test, which sometimes are fun. Sometimes Sometimes aren't. You know, and and just real quick... um, a good friend of mine had um, adopted, which they thought was a Newfie mixed puppy. It very looked like a very much of a Newfie mixed puppy. But as a puppy get older, I'm like, you know, I'm seeing more Shepherd in that dog. Well, they did DNA test, and the dog is 50% German Shepherd. Yeah. And and they came over today. The dogs had a good time. 
So the, one of the things I had to talk to her about is, okay, you now have a German Shepherd. It's not a Newfoundland. It's not like her, your other dog. Different. So yeah. this is a different one, which her husband has, was raised because his parents bred German Shepherds. Oh, oh good. So he's really familiar. And of course, this is his dog. And he's thrilled she's 50% <laughs> German Shepherd. And there's not one ounce of Newfoundland in that dog anywhere. She's not going to be doing water rescue. <laughs> no. So all the things that she had planned on doing with a dog, you know, that she changed does with that. her Newfie has changed. Yeah. And and her husband is doing more what he used to do with his German Shepherds. Yeah. But that doing the and DNA test. And they're probably test, both much happier. They are. Yeah. They are. But doing the DNA test to understand what she had, now she understands her dog more. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So that that was actually well worked out there. And if your puppy, on that note, doesn't fit your preconceived ideas, yeah. go with it. Go with it. My boy Hero, my middle dog, is not like his brother Bones. He's not like his sister Seven. He's my dork. He's mm -hmm. my nerd. He's a silly boy. He's not like my other English Shepherds. But you know what? Okay, he is who he is. He's funny. He makes me laugh. He likes the foster kittens. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good soul. Does he frustrate me once in a while? Yeah. Sure. But, you know, hey, he is who he is. I have to take into consideration when I'm doing training, when I'm doing anything. Bones is this. Seven is this. Hero's in the middle. And he's himself. He is who he is. <laughs> I do have a good story. Okay. Um, an older gentleman with some health issues. Fostered a German Shepherd, probably about three years of age. Nobody knows for sure. And then decided to keep him. Foster failed. And we know what those me. are. Yeah, we do all too well. <laughs> came to me because the dog was pulling on walks. You know, and he's I can't fall down. I'm not all that stable, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, let me see how. Oh, yeah, he's quite the puller now. Have you taught him anything? No. And I'm, well, okay, let me see. And I just asked the dog to heal. And he went, Hurrah! Yeah! Somebody's talking my language. <laughs> and he put himself on my... Now, this boy is not young himself, the dog. And he's got a little wonky hips and so forth. But all of a sudden, he was in the heel position. He was going, yeah, we're working together. And the so guy goes, well, taking... I've had shepherds all of my knife. and But I just thought this one would be my... Do -do -do, you know, my just putter around dog. I said, you can still putter because neither of you is going to go fast. But do it in the heel position. And he started asking his dog to heal. And then he would release him. And then from five feet away, ask him to get back into the heel position. And that that old dog on his rickety legs would be getting, oh, I'm coming back, oh, I'm getting back there. Doing Aww. an automatic sit. Oh. Yeah. I that mean, brings tears to the eyes. Exactly. <laughs> so this old boy knew so this stuff. He's like, oh, finally. He was just waiting for that communication. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he liked that he was... Like yeah. open a whole new door for those two. He had Aww. decided his job was to guard the guy. Uh -huh. To be the shepherd protector. Uh -huh. my, my dad is not young and strong. Yep. My dad needs me. <laughs> and he hasn't told me what to do, so this is I'm going to take this on as my job. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but then he started, and it, I, he said, well, can you still sniff on a walk? I said, sure. Give, give him, him permission. permission. <laughs> But throw in that heel and then give him permission. Aww. Show him the difference. In the, and he called the other day and said, yeah, the um, now that they have that relationship, the dog will look at somebody and look at him and he'll go, it's okay. And the dog goes, all right, fine. Nice. Oh. 
Nice. But I didn't have to focus on that. Focused on just the relationship. Okay, now that you That's need a Kleenex, so, we're going to let it was a, it's a We're, we're going to let you go. Those are the good ones. Enjoy. Yes. Goodbye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.